Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Panini America is breaking new ground with exclusive NIL deals featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Washington's Michael Penix Jr. How about J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback at Michigan, rising star Arch Manning at Texas. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. New features coming out all the time. Brand new license with WWE that's now there at the Panini site. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Make sure you check out everything for the most popular trading cards with brands like Prism, Donruss, and more at PaniniAmerica.net or the Panini Direct app. Plus, discover Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest moments of the week. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's the final hour on this Friday. It's a meat Friday. Morale is high. Gang's all here, including Fritzy, white bean, chicken, chili, smoked chorizo, pesto, and smoked Italian sausages. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. All righty. Danette's starting to get a little more excited. We're about 40 minutes away from lunch here, thanks to uh, Traeger. All right, we'll get to more phone calls coming up. We'll talk to Jane Slater, NFL Network reporter. She covers the Cowboys. Get, uh, get her thoughts on the local reaction to Mike McCarthy coming back with the Cowboys. Texans at the Ravens, Packers at the Niners, Buccaneers, Lions, Chiefs and the Bills. So you have Saturday games, you have Sunday games. And also keep in mind, don't bail on a game where it looks like a blowout, okay? Because in the back of my mind, I always think, and is it is it only four years ago that the Texans were up on the Chiefs, what, 24-3? to Yeah, that's right. That's the AFC playoffs. That was Deshaun Watson, the Texans. At the end of the first quarter, they're up 21-0. I think they're up 24-0. And the Chiefs ended up winning that game 51-31. They, they remember the Texans players were like on the sidelines yeah. laughing and mm-hmm. having fun. There was a, there was a play in that game. I, I'm not an expert on Chiefs football, but I think it's like the most important play in recent Chiefs history. The Texans were driving 
and they had a fourth and three, and I think they're up 21-0 or 24-3, something like that, and they went for a fake punt, the Texans. Yep. And if they got it, they were going to step on the gas. And I think it was Sorensen, the safety, yeah, yes. 49. I love the number. Yeah. He snuffed it out, sniffed it out, snuffed it out, both. Yeah. And ended it. And and that the game was like a complete different game the next three quarters. But you have uh, the potential for a couple of blowouts. Uh, Ravens by nine and a half, Niners by nine and a half, the uh, Lions by six and a half, and the Bills are getting three, uh, giving three to the Chiefs. I, I would guess, you know, if you're looking at the obvious, it'd be the Texans going to Baltimore. Um, weather's going to be an issue there. Texans, of course, play their home games indoors, had the win against the Browns indoors. Now they go to Baltimore. Um, the Packers on the road again against the 49er team. Buccaneers at the Lions. Like, that could be a blowout for Detroit. It feels like it's either a blowout or Buccaneers somehow steal this thing. Somebody's going to win a game that we probably didn't think. Now, you would start with the Chiefs against the Bills, but then we, we would expect or at least strongly consider the Chiefs to win that game. You have to. And I'm looking at the numbers here. Patrick Mahomes in divisional playoff games in his career. He's played in five of them. 5-0. and oh. 14 touchdowns, no turnovers. 11 passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns. In his last four games against Kansas City, including the playoffs, Josh Allen, he's thrown for 301 passing yards per game, 11 touchdown passes, two rushing touchdowns. He's rushed for 191 yards, and he's had two turnovers, one fumble and one interception. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? stat of the day. Uh, we assume the quarterbacks will play well. And usually it's one player on each team that does something or doesn't do something that may decide this game. That's the feeling I get. I, I think weather is sort of neutralized that both of these teams play outdoors. Kansas City played in far worse weather than Buffalo played in against Pittsburgh. Kansas City, that was just freezing like people got hypothermia the uh, you know fans did like six or seven i i don't know if weather will play that much of a role here you know if they clear the field i don't think we're having snow or wind you know wind is what they don't want you know wind is what's tough to play in but feels like kansas city i mean you roughed up miami in that weather now you go to buffalo and you've played there before I don't think that that's going to be a real factor. But the reason why Buffalo is favored is because Buffalo is at home. Yeah, Paul. Dan, you don't want to play guess that game temperature, do you? No. Yes, I do. You do? Okay. Yes. Texans at Ravens. I'm going to guess the Lions temperature. 72? 72 degrees is correct. <laughs> it's always 72. Yeah, and they have a dome. Never rains. Uh, Texans at Ravens, game time temperature? <sighs> what time is that game? I got it. 4.30 a.m. Eastern, p.m. p.m. kickoff. Okay. 4.30 p.m. I'm going to say 16 degrees. 28 degrees in Baltimore. I'm going to say around 28 is going to feel like 16. 16 Fahrenheit. Yeah. yeah. Packers at 49ers. <laughs> and in Celsius. 8.15 kickoff. 8.15, I'll say. 5 p.m. on the West Coast. I'll say, uh, I'm going to say 65 degrees. I'm giving that to you 62 degrees. Okay. Plus minus 3. All right. Uh, Buccaneers-Lions, you already nailed that one. Chiefs at Bills. That's at night. Breezy. Mm. Possibility of snow, but doesn't look like snow. Mm. 
They've had snow. Game time uh, temperature is? It, 18 degrees. Giving it to you, 20 degrees. Okay. All right. I, I don't know if it'll play a factor. I think the conditions, if the conditions, if it starts to snow, the wind is what will be tricky there. Yes, Pauline. I hate to bring this up for Bills fans, but last year the Bills had a home game. It was their season. They had the weather at home. They got smoked by the Bengals 27-10. to 10. Yeah. I think it's underrated storyline if they don't win this game, That the fallout from that. I know they seem to have righted the ship in December. It looked great last week. Yeah. If, if they pull a, a second-year no-show. Losing at home. Yeah, yeah. and, and 27-10 to Joe yeah. Burrow. Yeah, that wasn't – yeah, they, they – Got manhandled. That doesn't happen in Buffalo. But if Kansas City goes in there and does that, all right. Poll question for the final hour. Do we have a new poll question? I thought the uh, previous poll questions were really, really good. Wait till you hear this one. Man. Okay, is this a banger? This is a banger. <laughs> what? It's uh, French for banger. That's French for oh, okay. banger. Sorry. <laughs> banger. Uh, Does Miley Cyrus call? Oh, doesn't God. she have a song banger or something like that? I don't know. Oh God, you, we're not. We don't like Miley Cyrus. Is, Seton doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, no, I can't stand. I don't know much about her. Um, yeah, I see a little too much of her, and she usually has the same stupid expression. But wow, no, wow. no she does. <laughs> she always <laughs> has her tongue out, and you know. Okay, we're we're good with that. How about you know, we move into maturity a little bit here? Kind of like her voice. It sounds like my aunt who smoked a lot. She does. Yeah. She does sound like somebody who smokes and ha- drinks uh, drink whiskey. Yeah. She, yeah. Then she starts singing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yes, Martin. Damn. I think she had an album called Bangers. Oh, there it is. Which okay. ironically had no bangers. bangers. Right. Okay. She had an album called Marlboro Reds. <laughs> what else do you have, Seaton? Which loss this weekend will have the most fallout? Ooh. Okay. Dot dot dot. Okay. Uh, we could start with Texans-Ravens, if you'd like. If the Ravens lose, that's if, a big deal. If the Ravens lose, Lamar Jackson's going to hear about it on Monday. Yes, he will. Correct? Yes. You know, two MVPs, but you can't get to a conference championship. C.J. Stroud, already proven what you need to prove. Yeah. Everything after this is just it's icing. Just, it's just gravy. It's just gravy at this point. Yeah. Uh, how about Bucks-Lions? Any fallout there? I don't really know that there is. I think if the Lions lose just that feel-good story that, you know, you're just, they're so desperate. Uh, The last time the Lions won two games in the same postseason, 1957. (laughs) (laughs) Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of this program. The playoffs continue with the divisional round showdown. The Buccaneers taking on the line Sunday at 2 Eastern on NBC and Peacock, presented by Intuit TurboTax. Yes, Paul. Fallout from the Tampa Bay game. Can Baker Mayfield, if he had a horrible game, undo all the goodwill he's done over the past four months? I'm going to say no. It feels like he's back in the club. Yeah, I think maybe this he's found a home here. For how many weeks? <laughs> it's a good point. Like I mean, I, I mean, he hasn't found a home. He's found maybe another couple of weeks to give it a shot next season. But what? if he if he has a terrible September, I mean, is he still starting in October? I don't know that. But for him, it's he needs a decent game, win or lose, in this game, and he's going to get a contract of yeah. some level, yeah. and it's got to be a pretty decent one. Yeah. 
He's going to have, you know, he's a complete free agent. Yeah. And he's not old yet. He's 28. If the Niners lose to the Packers, that that would be damaging for a lot of different players yes. and a coach. Yes. Uh, if, if Brock Purdy didn't play well, that's trouble. That would uh, that would kind of fit into the narrative, as they like to say, that uh, you know he's only as good as the talent around yeah. him. Yes, Todd. I know it's Patrick Mahomes and the defending champs and all that, but I think it would be crushing, as disappointing as it would be for the Lions to lose if the Bills finally at home don't get their chance now with the Chiefs, where we think there could be a, a dwindling window for this group. I think that's devastating for the Bills if they can't finally win this one at home. Yeah, there'd be some fallout there. Yeah, you could see a coach being replaced there. Oh, I don't know. Like we said, like if, if they have a bad game and lose. If they lose the way they did to the Bengals last year? Yeah. Okay. Stephon Diggs? Yeah. He's not going to be happy. I can tell you that. There's going to be at least some Diggs fallout. Oh, yeah. yeah. Diggs in. Yes. Yes, Diggs yes, in Mark. Fallout. I mean, look, the headline, Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Okay. Fallout Boys. Yeah, Fallout Boys. Dot, dot, dot. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> McDermott. Cock it and pull it. How about this? If the Bills... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I know that's a part of one of their songs. How about this? If the Bills don't win this weekend, they can no longer going forward ask their fans to shovel snow for them. Fair. On weekend. Like a new policy. Pay some people some real money, not 20 bucks. No, the the team has to shovel the snow. Yes, the actual team. Yes. There you go. Bills Mafia. Yes, Marv. Oh, yes, yes, Seaton. Kind of feels like the, uh, just quickly back to the Lions, kind of feels like they won their Super Bowl already. Because they were, I had a, I had a little bit of a problem with Dan Campbell being like, uh, "See out there, see out there." Doesn't get any better than that. Doesn't get any better. Yeah, it does. That's a wild card game. Winning the Super Bowl <laughs> is going to be a hell of a lot better than what just happened out there. And there's a little bit of like, uh, "We did it, did it. We can all go home now. Let's just see what happened next week." But we did it, so we can all go home. Mm, I don't know. You're going to get to the NFC title game if you win this game. I mean. You can't lose to Tampa Bay. You can't. But you can. The Eagles can. Detroit can't lose to Tampa Technically, they can. They can. Uh, No, not no shot, low shot. Low shot. Low shot. No chance, no low chance. Ooh, next segment. Low shot, shot, no shot. (laughs) Oh, No, no, it's actually, it's it's low shot or no shot. Low shot, no shot. Yes. Yeah, because when somebody says they have no chance of winning. Low chance, no chance. Yes, Marv. If you're the Buccaneers or the Lions, not the Lions, the um, Texans, mm. if you're losing and you're losing pretty bad, at the end of the game, do you just go, man, that was a heck of a season, guys. No one even expected us to be here. Do you have that or do you just have like, oh, this is crushing that we lost this playoff game? Well, I think you have to go in that you were disappointed. I, I don't know if you could say you're devastated, but you could say, look, obviously this hurts. You know, we had a great season. We ran into a great team. We were on the road going against the MVP. And, uh, you know, we just didn't play uh, Texans football. But, you know, I, I hope that we take away and our fans take away from this season, hey, we're a real threat in the AFC. And I can't wait to get started. In fact, I'm going back to Houston, and I'm going to start working and looking at film. That's what I would say if I'm uh, D'Amico Ryans. I'm going back, and I'm going to start. And, and C.J. Stratt, uh, you know what? I'm going to do it tonight. We're going to have practice tomorrow. Wait, we're not allowed to? Okay. Yes, Marv. In this playoff run, has this brought D'Amico Ryan's at least like three more years? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Man, good for him. Got job security. Yeah, yeah, Paul. But I think about D'Amico Ryan's in all seriousness. I may go use the Dan Marino in my pregame speech with the whole team saying, you know, Dan Marino got there when he was young, and I'm sure he thought he's going to get back. And I think everyone in this room is young, and we're great. we got C.J. Stroud. We're going to be back and back. Yeah, and back. yeah, but you have to say that if your team gets to the Super Bowl. Oh, you save it? Yeah, because, you. I mean, a lot of teams and quarterbacks and coaches have gotten this far. But you can reuse that Dan Marino speech again next week. In the yeah, weekend. but you might have to explain to these players who Dan Marino is. Bring Dan Marino there. Let's bring in Dan Marino. Hey, Dan, hey, hey. In uniform. Yeah. Yeah, I got there my second year, and I never got back. Thanks, Dan. Lost to uh, Joe Mont. Wait, I was not done oh, yet. Oh, sorry, sorry. And if you'll buy the Isotoner gloves. Hey, uh, really, system. Can you still get Isotoner <laughs> clubs, gloves? Dan Marino still has a stash of them, and, and I think he sent some to, I think, a couple Dolphins players when they had to go to a cold-weather game. I saw that story. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I, yes, Todd. Man crush on that guy, that head of hair. God bless him. Thank you, Todd. I had a quick question about the Lions-Bucks game. Okay. After seeing that 9 nothing game, maybe I'm dwelling on that too much and I'm not giving enough uh, love to Tampa, I feel like the Lions should win that game by at least 10 points. Am I the only one that feels like they should win that game? Are you, gonna give ten, are you giving 9.5 to somebody in the room? I think the Lions should win by at least a touchdown, but I would not be surprised no, no. if they win by at least 10. Okay, then say 10. Or why bring it up in the first place? Because I just I think we're giving Tampa a little too much credit, maybe because recency bias, because they what they did to the Eagles. Would you but give, they only won nine Todd, nothing against the Would Carolina. you give somebody nine and a half? Sure, like, why not? Like Dylan, you'll give Dylan nine and a half, and he gets the Buccaneers. Why not? Lions should win that game by 10 points at home against Tampa that can barely beat the, the Panthers. Okay, no meat Friday. Well, really? Is this what you me into? No, it's, it's like there has to be something at stake. When I said that, why does something have to be at stake? I'm just making a comment. Because nobody cares if Call you betting. Go, yeah, you, there's, you have to have something at stake. Just giving my opinion like I'm supposed to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Marvin. Something's going to be at stake, a stake. Yeah. No meat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, we good? Take Cock it and pull it. No. <laughs> Very Friday-ish. I like Fallout Boy. Like, I'm okay. I'll edit that out of the uh, podcast. <laughs> the rear? Yeah, I'll have him edit that out. No, but I, I, my I'm, job. I'm okay with Fallout You'll Boy. You'll remember them for centuries, probably. Uh, do, uh, do they have a number of big songs? I remember a couple of them. Yeah, I think they got a couple of bangers in there. Bunch of dance like Uma Thurman or something? Centuries? Yeah, they got some some monsters. No, I'm not a Weezer fan. Oh, no. I'm pro Weezer. Man, I'm not. Oh, what's with these homies dissing my girl? Oh, you like Buddy Holly? <laughs> homies dissing no, my girl. That's that, one of the great music videos of all yes. time, though. What's that, Beverly Hills? Yeah, that song's lame. Oh, they, yeah. had, they had two great albums, and then all the others. <laughs> okay. Pop Goes the Weezer? Come on, show them some love. That's a not... No. You have no idea what I couldn't tell you. I never heard of Weezer. I don't know. Yes, Marvin. You know who just released a new album? Uh, Stay in your lane. Oh, Green Day. Green, Green Day. Day. Yeah. Yep. yeah, they were with Jimmy Fallon on the subway. They did a bit. Yeah, yeah I yeah, they were uh, down there. You know, you'll see bands or you see artists down there. They'll be playing. I think you two did it one time. Yeah. Maybe on Jimmy Fallon, but uh, God, I'd love to be going through the subway today and see Green Day and all of a sudden say to Billy Joe, Hey man. And then he'd go, stay in your lane, man. man. They just played Irving Plaza last night, I think, in New York City. Ooh. That holds about, I don't know, a thousand people, yeah. maybe. Yeah. You don't get to do that, see them there much often. That would be good. Yeah, I'd, was, I'd like to see them. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Yes, Paul. And you, everyone in this room knows this. For those who have never been in the subway in New York City or at Grand Central New York City, especially during rush hour, 
if Green Day was down there and you're not a Green Day fan, you're oh, completely annoyed the by the crowd and have to go around them. But if you happen to be a Green Day casual fan, you're like, this is awesome. I've got yeah. my phone out. But then you see people running by going, i got to make my train. Take just the one train all the way uptown right now. Get the hell out of my way. Running. <laughs> they don't care if it's you two. No, nobody nobody has patience. Going for your subway. Nope. Like, oh, great. Madonna's there. Hey, good. Right to your train. Like, you're an idiot. Who is? Oh, you said like American idiot? Oh, 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 okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. We Cocket and pull. Thank you, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in New York, people see celebrities all the time. It's like, get out of my way when you watch the closing doors. Boom, boom, and you just missed it. Thank you, Todd. Get out of my way, Green Bay. That'll wrap it up right there. That'll wrap it up. Thank you, Todd. All right. Going to take a break here. I think Jane Slater from NFL Network is still going to join us. Uh, hopefully she didn't hear this last segment. We'll, we'll talk about the Cowboys moving forward. More phone calls as well on this Meet Friday back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to get to Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness 
And that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball. And I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paulie used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer can? I'd crack of the beer. Absolutely. Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Jane Slater, NFL Network reporter. Works for NFL Game Day Morning. And you'll uh, see that Saturday at noon Eastern. Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. And then they spend hours and then hours and hours up until game time. And uh, she was at the Mike McCarthy press conference yesterday, and Jane joins us on the program. Help me understand Mike McCarthy's demeanor yesterday, if it was defiant or confident, or is there another word that you would use to describe him? I think he used the words uh, that I would describe. I think he said that he was raw and a little numb to it all, talking about the playoff loss and how it went. And, I, you know, we talked about how hard and challenging, you know, questions about his job security have been for his family. And so I still think even after four years, there has been an adjustment for Mike from what he was used to in Green Bay and what comes with, you know, players – that have been around here longer than him know it, the star on the helmet. Um, And so I I think it was almost like he was still processing everything in real time up on the podium. And I know a lot has been made of the question that I had to Mike, and it was, you know, I phrased it a lot more sensitive than how it's been put out there. But, you know, I said to him, I said, respectfully, Coach, you've told us why we should buy back in this team, but why should fans buy back into you? And you know, he talked about the direction, the leadership, everything's in place, and he's not very comfortable talking about himself. But he came to Dallas to win a world championship, not to get a contract after his year, you know, away from Green Bay, but to win that world championship. And then he just ended it with buy-in. And I think a lot of fans took issue with that. They almost, I think, wanted to hear something like we might hear from Dan Campbell these days, you know? They want to see the emotional. Like, I think about you guys every day, and you know, let's go bite the kneecaps or, you know, burn a bird uh, for the NFC East. It's just we didn't get that. And so having covered Mike the last couple of years, I didn't expect a raw, raw speech, but I also want to give him a little grace here that I do think that this stuff and this job can sometimes weigh on folks. Do you think Jerry Jones reached out to other possible candidates? No. And I've made a lot of calls about that. I've talked to people internally. I've talked to people on the outside. I even reached out to Bill Belichick's agent, who doesn't like to get back to most uh, folks, Neil. 
but everyone I've talked to seems to suggest that a call was never even made to Bill. Not dissimilar from last year when we heard so much about Sean Payton, as you'll remember, Dan. Sean never got a call from Jerry. And so some of this is, this is Jerry Jones. A lot of it, you know, I didn't think it was productive leading up to the playoff game for Mike, who already I was told last year when he went to Lambeau and, you know, faced the Packers for the first time that he was tight, that he was tense about it. And it was almost like he confirmed that this week when he got ahead of it and said, I know the Mariners are there. It didn't help us last year to talk about the Packers. You know, they were focused on the game. But, you know, when you've just won a big one, albeit it was against the Commanders, but I would remind everyone, remember they laid an egg on the road against the Commanders last year when it was Sam Howell's first start. They had a big win, and in the locker, you know, outside the locker room postgame, Jerry sort of sowing – there wasn't a lot of confidence in the sense that it was, you know, you could have said, you know, Mike's my guy. Look at the 12 wins. We're so excited to get into the postseason. There wasn't really that. And then it took him going on the radio. I wanted to see the fan to sort of baby put it to bed. And so it was like put it to bed light. And then you still had, you know, people who I really respect in this business, Adam Schefter and Peter King, putting out this narrative that, hey, Bill's out there. And if this thing goes south, you know, they're going to make a phone call. Um I don't, I don't think that that helped Mike. And so, I, you know, they talked about it, and Jerry talked about it post-game, about, you know, needing to take accountability. And I, I, I hope that Jerry also sees there's a level of accountability that sometimes he needs to take as, you know, you want people to do good. I don't think it feels really great when your boss isn't coming out and saying, um, throwing all their support as, as much as they can behind you. And if you talk to Stephen and Jerry about it, I mean, they're not wrong. Everyone's job is always up for evaluation. I mean, I think you and I are also in that evaluation business. And so I I understand it. I just don't think it helps it. If I said to the fan base, you can change ownership, change the coach, change the quarterback, how do you think that vote would go? Uh, If you're listening to Dallas radio, or I always consider my father as a great pulse check here in Dallas. I grew up here. He is the typical Dallas Cowboys fan that takes the flag off of the house when they lose and (laughs) tells you he's done with the team and he's going to return his jersey. And, of course, he never does, you know. So I kind of laugh about it. But, yeah, I mean, I think the fans get frustrated with Jerry uh, because I think that you know, the, the the pushback every year is you can't fire the GM because Jerry is the GM. Uh, but I do think that people don't understand that Jerry does, he doesn't make a lot of these decisions in a vacuum. I mean, he does really weigh what Will McClay and player personnel have to say. And, and for that matter, you know, people want to know why is Mike McCarthy coming back. I was really, you know, I reached out to a lot of players, you know, they had an opportunity for off-the-record discussions about Mike McCarthy. I, I just wanted to heat check you know, what was the temperature of the locker room. And, Dan, they were so supportive of Mike. They wanted him back. And I think a lot of people just assumed that this team quit on Mike. They did it, and a lot of them took ownership for the way that that they played. But I think the the problem for, you know, at least the Cowboys fans right now is, yeah, 12 wins are great, and you're getting into the postseason, but these early exits, and more importantly, the way they're losing and the way they don't seem to show up, I mean, the first one here with, you know, Jimmy G, it was in your own building, and then you don't get the ball uh, to the ref in time at the end of the game, game over. Embarrassing. Uh, last year you go up to Santa Clara, and once you lose Tony Pollard, all of a sudden this team is one-dimensional, and then your final memory of Ezekiel Elliott is him lining up at center. And then this year, 
I mean, the fact that here you were driving the ball, you thought you had a chance right before the half, uh, and it's 27-0 after Darnell Savage gets the pick six. And then they finally put up points in the fourth quarter after Jair Alexander comes out of the game. I mean, I just it doesn't inspire confidence about what this team is capable of. And I think more importantly, one stat that really stands out to me was they're now two and six, at least from this season, including the post, when the opposing team scores on the first drive. And so it's like they can't – if they don't get on the board early and they don't score early, they have a hard time bouncing back. And even this defense, as much as, you know, I think all of us like Dan Quinn, and, I mean, if you talk to anybody in the locker room, man, they'll, they'll run through a wall for him. This year they were getting hammered against teams that were good. And so I just – I think everything has to be evaluated. And listening to Mike McCarthy at a three-hour conversation with Jerry where they went over the course of all of this. And now, you know, we're being told that Prescott, you know, coming back – I mean, you really can't move on from him uh, with his 59 – almost $60 million – cap hit and Mike says he is part of the solution well what about your 16 other free agents you know what does this mean for Micah Parsons what does this mean for CeeDee Lamb as Stephen Jones will tell you year after year there's only so many pieces of the pie so I think that that's where all this is going to get really really interesting yeah I brought this up during the season I said you know no matter how this season ends you know Dallas could be in a bad situation because they have really good players CeeDee Lamb is going to want a big contract Micah Parsons is going to want a big contract and Dak's going to have a big number there as well. So I don't know how they get around. Are, are they going to pay all three, and then what's the fallout from that with the rest of the roster? Well, they always – I'll say this about the Cowboys. They always figure out a way, and a lot of that is unfortunately why we're here with Dak Prescott is they will push the money towards the back end, but then you're stuck with – I mean, we saw this with Tony Romo. I mean, they had to eat Tony Romo's money too. Luckily, they had a four-string quarterback in Dak Prescott – who just had an incredible rookie season, you felt good moving on, even though you had to eat that. But you're kind of a little bit in cap hell there for a second. And so I think the question is, like, how do they play with this money? And do they give you the money up front? And then they push the money uh, down the line. I, I think those are all those are all questions they've got right now. The big thing that I don't think a lot of people realize that's holding them up with Dak Prescott is he also, uh, Todd France, tipped the cap to him, very shrewd agent for Dak got him a no trade clause in there and a no franchise tag. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, this it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with Dak Steele. Great to talk to you. I know you got a busy morning. Thanks for making time for us, Jane. Of course. Always a pleasure, and I'll always make time for you and the Dan Ads. All right. Thank you. That's Jane Slater, NFL Network reporter, making time for you guys. Play into the crowd. Okay. All right. That's how you get on the team. Yeah. NFL game day morning, Saturday at noon Eastern, Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Always like having Jane on. Uh, a couple of phone calls in here. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Whoa, it's a big weekend for Jeff in Detroit. It's, hey, buddy. Woo-wee. Oh, Dan, it's, I, I don't know how to feel. Honestly, I really and truly don't know how to feel with this weekend coming up. I mean, my, my Wolverines celebrated a natty, and now this? Oh, my goodness, dude. I have no clue how to act right about now. But I'm Are you more in. nervous or more excited? 
50-50 straight down the middle. It depends on what time of day it is, in all honesty. I am. I, I think that we can beat the Bucks, but I just don't want to get over my skis because, like I said, we haven't had this here in, in Detroit, Michigan in a long time. Downtown, I have never, ever, ever, ever in my life seen it like that before. Just to see a blue everywhere you went, Dan. Everywhere you went. Good. Oh, my goodness. All right, what's the question you have? Uh, I have a question. Um, first of all, I'm calling the Packers, and I hate doing this because I'm a Detroit Lions fan, calling the Packers to beat the uh, 49ers. You're going to be talking about that Monday. And do you think it was a mistake for Jerry to uh, bring back Mike McCarthy? Because I can't remember in recent history when it's been this many quality coaches that are available. And if he fires them next year or the year after, you won't get this plethora of coaches that have Super Bowls. I mean, you got Pete Carroll, you got Bill Belichick, Harbaugh. You got a lot of coaches out here that are quality guys. Yeah, but you got to get the guy who fits your culture. And thank you, Jeff. Good luck this weekend. You got to get the right guy. And if you bring in Belichick, uh, you're bringing in a lot. And you may take a step back before you take two steps forward. Uh, Jim Harbaugh wasn't interested in this job, at least reportedly. Uh, Mike Vrabel, uh, you know, they didn't reach out to anybody. I get why they're staying with him. But I think that has a lot to do with Jerry Jones's personality of who he wants in as his head coach, because those other three are not going to put up with nonsense. They're going to want to be able to coach and not look over their shoulder. And in their job, Jim Harbaugh may lead, he doesn't get along with his athletic director. You know, Mike Vrabel had a disconnect with the front office. Bill Belichick with the front office there. You know, they're already raw from dealing with this stuff. You don't want to go into a situation. And, you know, you got to be wired a certain way to coach the Cowboys or want to coach the Cowboys or be successful at coaching the Cowboys. All right. Uh, last call for phone calls. What we learned, what's in store for Monday. If you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, it is a meet Friday. We'll have that for you coming up as well. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Last BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches. But did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens... You can be hit with medical bills 
that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Panini America is breaking new ground with exclusive NIL deals featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Washington's Michael Penix Jr. How about J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback at Michigan, rising star Arch Manning at Texas. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. New features coming out all the time. Brand new license with WWE that's now there at the Panini site. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Make sure you check out everything for the most popular trading cards with brands like Prism, Donruss, and more at PaniniAmerica.net or the Panini Direct app. Plus, discover Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest moments of the week. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow. All of our recipes available at DanPatrick.com for Meat Friday, including this white bean chili that is spectacular. Also some uh, Italian sausage there with some pesto. Uh, chorizo. We have, I think we have Italian sausage and we have chorizo out there with some pesto. I thought Paulie poked himself in the eye because <laughs> he backed away after having a bite. And he was, oh, it was that's so good. So good. I, I like in convulsion. So good. So good. Sweet. Okay. All right. Uh, last, last call for phone calls. Final results of the poll question. This day in sports history. All right, Seton, I'll go to you with the poll question. Uh, let's see. Let me run through them. Uh, if your favorite team's season is over, who do you want to win the Super Bowl? Right now, 36% of the audience rooting for the Lions, followed by the Bills, Packers, Niners. Last place? Guess. <laughs> Tampa Bay. Nobody's rooting for uh, no Buccaneers. No, 4% of the vote. Follow- that, that's only the Chiefs and Texans. Dang. You know, it turns out nobody's rooting for the Ravens, Texans, Chiefs, or Bucks in this audience. All right. I mean, the feel-good story would be the Lions or the Bills. Yeah. 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 I don't know why the Bills are a feel-good story. But... <laughs> <Well>, they... <laughs> <laughs> Historically, they're a feel-good story. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Jake Who Jake. is picking the upset? And, I'm, <laughs> and you can't pick the Chiefs over the Bills as an upset. No. Todd? I'm going to say the Texans are going to surprise the Ravens in Baltimore. Okay. Ride the Stroud train. All right. Pie to the face. <laughs> no, it's not. There's no pie to the face. Seton, pick the upset. Well, there's only a couple of options for real upsets, right? Like Buccaneers-Lions, neither one of them would really be an upset. I, I think it would be. Nah. I, I think Tampa beating Detroit in Detroit, all that momentum. It'd be... Um, How can you be like the uh, lovable underdog everybody's rooting for and also get upset? But that's historically. Yeah. Historically. There's no real Chiefs Bills. There's no real upset there. Okay, so it comes down to Texans, Texas, Ravens, or, Packers, Texas. 49ers. All right, all right. Uh, maybe Packers, 49ers. I could see an upset okay. there. Okay. Marvin, what about you? I'm not going to pick the Packers. So that's crazy. No, because you, you don't, love the Niners. 
I'm going to go Texans over Ravens. You know, if the Niners don't make it to the Super Bowl, we could have uh, Debo Samuel on again. And, you, and, and do what? And you could ask him a question. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> Pop Warner, and then the thing happened, and then you were like, yo, my name's Debo, and I was like, oh, word? That's crazy. Steve Young. Uh, that, <laughs> are the Texans going to beat the Ravens? It, that was mean-spirited what I did to you at the Super Bowl last year. But you know what? It lasted two minutes longer than the interview would have yeah, had I not, yeah. you know, stumbled like that. Because he didn't bring in, he didn't want to be there. He didn't, and, and he was getting paid to be there. And I'm going, oh my god. You know what? Maybe, maybe Marvin can ask him a question, and then Marvin didn't oh. didn't expect it. And I was like, wait, if he doesn't want to answer Dan Patrick's <laughs> questions, why don't answer? Who's this guy? I don't even think he knew who I was. But I thought, hey, Marvin's a Niner fan. And then you were, oh. I had no interest. Ooh, I was like, mm-mm. Remember that time you made that play? It <laughs> was great. I love when you did that. You were good and okay. Uh, yeah, I would, I, would, I would go Texans over the Ravens as, as my uh, surprise. Yeah. That would be a surprise. Yeah, it would be. That would be an upset. That would be a true upset. That would be a true upset. Yes, yeah, th- yeah, it would. Yeah. All right, uh, this day in sports history, Paul. Uh, let's see, 1952, an NFL franchise called the New York Yankees, which was in play at the time, owned by Ted Collins, was awarded to a group in Dallas on January 24th, which then became the Dallas Texans and the Cowboys. 1958, the Canadian Football Council changed its name to the Canadian Football League. I kind of like the council. Mm. Sounds kind of tough. Yeah. That's 58. In 1993, the Oakland A's, which didn't really have a, a mascot-ish, they had a new elephant logo was unveiled in 93. That was cool. And the Winnipeg Jets in 1995 were approved to move to Phoenix. On this day, 2002, weather, New England, tuck rule. Raiders, Charles Woodson, Tom Brady. Good call on a bad rule. Because Tom fumbled that ball. Also on this day. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to call it. You can say it now. Tom fumbled. Uh, on the, I had a bad day on this day in 1974. Hair related? Uh, no, no, never something like that. Sorry. Um, I watched this game. Uh, Notre Dame beat UCLA 71-70. UCLA had an 88-game winning streak. 88 games. Lost. In Notre Dame, in South Bend. And uh, Digger Phelps will still remind me, even though I, you know, I, I loved UCLA growing up. And uh, Digger loved the fact that he beat John Wooden. Digger didn't like John Wooden. But they beat Bill Walton, and uh, man, that one hurt. 88 game winning streak. We'll never have something like that. And uh, I think that's it. Um, oh, here's one. It's one of my favorites. On this date in 1983, the Seattle Breakers of the Western Hockey League traded one of their players to Vancouver, Vancouver, British Columbia, and they traded him for a used bus. <laughs> the score. The Seattle Breakers traded Tom Martin to Vancouver, British Columbia for a used bus. Did they have like a press conference to welcome the bus? Bring the bus in? <laughs> yeah. Move that bus. Um, okay. 
Uh, let's see. Anything else? Can I sneak in a phone call? Susan in Milwaukee. Hi, Susan. What's on your mind? Good morning. It's 5'8", 110 pounds. Not everybody in Wisconsin is fat. <laughs> Thank you, Susan. <laughs> Thank I was you. just listening to you guys, and, like, what's the biggest spread on all the games? And you were like, oh, the Texans win. The, Tex- the, the biggest upset would be the Packers winning again. But it would be no surprise based on the fact that if you've been watching their games, the last four games where we beat everybody that was supposed to be beating us, we whooped the crap out of Dallas. It was 48 to 16, and then they just got a bunch of junk points at the end. But none of the NFL rocket scientists had the balls to pick the Packers. They couldn't see that role. And now that we got rid of Aaron Rodgers, who basically spent all this time bossing LaFleur around and telling him how to be a coach. Now LaFleur is free to be a good coach of these young guys. So what is it with you guys? Not Wait, I had you making the playoffs at the beginning of the year. Susan, I'm what with you. You lucked out on one, but then you bailed. Bailed? <laughs> what did I bail on? Today, I, I listened like every every minute and it was always about everybody else and I kept waiting for somebody to say but the Packers would be a shocker just like the Packers I'm sure everybody Seton, in Dallas- Seton picked the Packers last week against the Cowboys no I picked the Packers just now oh, okay. like literally the okay. segment Susan's talking about right. I picked the Packers upset the 49 I'm getting yelled at by Susan yeah, and well, I, you I should. no I and said no Susan wants a podcast she should call us no she could be the Packers. I said the Packers were going to make the playoffs at the beginning of the year I was all in on Jordan Love let the record show why am I up? Suddenly, Susan. Yeah, whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> what we learned brought to you by Discover, the Discover card, zero don, do, dollar fraud liability. You're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations like Fritzy apply. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.